Hello, and welcome to Ranting and Raving with Joey. And Eric. Let's talk politics. That's a, that's a good thing to talk about for a second episode. Yeah, let's never talk about politics. But let's talk about politics. Let's talk about party primaries. Specifically, uh, problems with, with the primaries. With party primaries. Pri party primaries, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, as of today, Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump are sitting in a position where they are working very hard against a system that wants to prevent them from getting nominated. In Donald Trump's case, uh, he needs 57% of the remaining delegates up for grabs in order to reach the 50% mark. And Ted Cruz needs 101% of them. John Kasich, I think, needs 167% of them. I, I, I don't, let's, let's, be, uh, let's, <laughs> let's look this up. Uh, John Kasich delegates is, I mean, you gotta admire the man for still being in the race, but at this point, I don't. I don't think, think he... that you can admire him for still being in the race. It's, I mean, there's, um, a, there's a degree, there's a uh, point at which stubbornness becomes okay. A negative. So Trump has 845 delegates. Cruz has 559, uh, and Kasich has 148, and you need. 1,237 for the nomination, and 733 are sta still available. Um, so, yeah, Kasich basically has no chance. Mm -hmm. Cruz, he could still maybe do it. No. No, he couldn't, actually. Like because I said, 101%. 101%, yes. It is numerically impossible for him to receive the party nomination in the first round of uh, in the first round of delegate voting. Provided we don't have a brokered convention. Hmm? A brokered convention? Well, no, no. That's what I'm saying is uh, that we will end up with a brokered convention if he tries and gets close to that 100%. Uh, if he prevents Trump from getting 57%, then there has to be a brokered convention. Yes, there would have And to it be. doesn't matter if he prevents Trump from getting that 57% by hook or by crook. It doesn't matter what he does. <sighs> it doesn't matter how he does it if he prevents Trump from getting to that 57% of the remaining delegates. Then, then there's a brokered convention. Then there's a brokered convention, yes. and most of Trump's delegates aren't big fans of Trump, so they will switch sides and vote for Cruz. Yes. Which I'm not sure is any better. Well, I mean, my, my issue there is that it goes against the popular vote. It does. It does. Um, Well, let's talk about the Democratic primary. Right, right. Uh, Clinton has 1,428 
pledged delegates and 502 superdelegates. Right, right. Sanders has 1,153 pledged delegates and 38 superdelegates. Yeah. And superdelegates are an interesting invention of the Democratic Party. Yeah, they really, they really invented some, uh, an interesting system. Superdelegates are allowed to support any candidate they so choose. Yep. And superdelegates are typically elected officials. The superdelegates are allowed to change their vote as well. Yes, they are also allowed to change their vote. Um, 502 of them have pledged support for Clinton, and yes. 38 have pledged support for Sanders. Yes. It is entirely possible that zero of them will vote for Sanders, or that 100 of them will vote for Sanders. It is not guaranteed. Or that none of them will vote for Clinton. But I think it's unlikely that... Oh, that, that's unlikely, but it could happen. Mm -hmm. I would laugh. I would laugh, too. Uh, and 2,383 delegates, uh, including superdelegates and pledged delegates, are needed for uh, the, the Democratic nomination process. Yep. And 1,644 are still available. Clinton is sitting at a total of 1,930, meaning that she only needs 450, 453, and Sanders is sitting at 1,191. Yep. So he needs a lot. He does. And I'm not sure what the Ooh, this is interesting. A Yahoo Finance article twenty three hours ago. Donald Trump hitting twelve thirty seven won't matter, RNC delegate. Hitting hitting that won't won't matter. Yeah, hitting hitting that fifty percent won't matter. Ah. Good to know they're wearing uh their intentions on their, on their sleeve. sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we as we know, I mean, the Republican establishment does not like Trump mm -hmm. at all. Here's the article: Donald Trump may be the only Republican presidential candidate who can realistically hit the magic twelve thirty seven number for the majority of delegates, but according to a senior Republican National Committee official, that does not mean he'll become the GOP presidential nominee. Which is strange, because that's what it's supposed to mean. That That is usually what it's supposed to mean. Unless there's some kind of... Unless they can't all agree... Curly Hogland? Hoffland? Haugland? Whatever. A long-standing RNC official and an unbound delegate from North Dakota will be on the Convention Rules Committee in July, told CNBC that attaining 1237 during the primaries does not secure the nomination. Even if Trump reaches the magic number of 1,237, the media and RNC are touting, that does not mean Trump is automatically the nominee, Hogland said. The votes earned during the primary process are only estimates and are not legal convention votes. The only official votes to nominate a candidate are those that are cast from the convention floor. 
Now, I'm going to break from the article here, and I'm going to say that when I took government class in high school, mm-hmm. I was told that if delegates did not vote the way that they had pledged, they would be blackballed, and yep. they would be banned from the political scene. Mm-hmm. And what he's saying here is that delegates voting the way that they are pledged is not expected to happen. I think they, I believe they are um, bound by party rules to do, to vote the way that they were pledged, that they were pledged to do so. He's saying that that's not going to happen. He's saying that the votes entered during the prime the votes earned during the primary process and this is a quote are only estimates and not legal convention votes the only official votes to nominate a candidate are those cast from the convention floor the thing is those numbers should be identical because the votes earned are the delegates pledged So the numbers should be exactly the same. They should be. Except for unbound or whatever. I mean, this guy, Curly, is evidently an unbound delegate. I don't know much about what that means. But I'm assuming that means that he can vote wherever he feels like. But if Trump reaches that 1237 number, that is presumably bound delegates, or at the very least the majority of them are bound delegates which means that they would have no choice but to vote for Trump unless they were to either break party rules or at the very least uh, break party etiquette Uh, Hogland explains the primary number is really an estimate that's because the eligibility of some delegates in how they are voted in could be questioned and their status may not be considered valid so instead of okay okay i guess that's an alternative instead of uh telling delegates not to vote for the candidate they pledged for they're just going to simply dismiss the delegates they're going to say ah there's this one thing that's wrong with the thing that the other thing is and bye you don't get to vote now so they're just going to dismiss delegates and I doubt many of the delegates dismissed are going to be from Cruz's side uh, probably not remember every state has a different delegate allocation process he said delegates are picked up in in state contests that can be winner-take-all open primaries and remember there are seven states that allow the candidates uh, the candidates to pick their own delegates until those delegate challenges are settled, there is no 1237. Uh, let's see. According to lawnews.com, news with a Z. <laughs> um, so there's the convention rules committee, and this article is saying that the committee could tweak the recommendations for, for um, whether the delegates are bound to their to their uh, vote or not, even in the first round. Mm. But they would have to. But they would have to send that in front of the 
the convention to vote, and if it passes, then that could unbind their uh, that would that could unbind their their vote, making the entire process completely void. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you intentionally unbind delegates, yep, from candidates that they are pledged to by the popular vote process. Then what's the then what was of, the point of having the popular vote process? Uh, the point of the popular vote process was to keep the Republican and Democratic establishment alive. It's not going to work very well if they just dismiss it in front of everyone. Yes, that is true. Uh, Hogland explained said he expects the delegates won in winner-take-all states to be most likely challenged. Uh, well, I would say that that's fair, except the electoral college system is winner take all in most cases. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, so, so different states could do it different ways, but typically, even in winner, if winner take all states are winner take all states, then you have to then you have to do it by winner take all. <laughs> I, I mean, typically. That was a tautology in yes. like the highest form, but let's yes. be honest but, here. But uh, I understand your point. The way that I'm, the way that I'm looking at this is that uh, uh, this Hogland guy is saying that uh, winner-take-all states, uh, their delegates are the most likely to be challenged. The legitimacy of those delegates is most likely to be challenged Potentially due to the argument, oh, winner-take-all systems aren't very fair. I mean, Ted Cruz got forty-six percent of the vote in this one, and he gets zero. He gets zero delegates from that. Oh, that's not really fair. Well, then we've got to abolish the electoral college, or at the very least, dramatically revise the rules. Yeah, but that's not. For... That's not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. And that's also, not going to happen. happen. And they're now. not advertising that that will happen. They're yeah. not. They're not saying that they want that to happen. So if they use that excuse to try to change the winner-take-all systems in those states, then that's an illegitimate excuse because they're not trying to take down the winner-take-all system. They embrace the winner-take-all system when it happens in Florida. (laughs) Oh, oh, sick burn, sick burn. (laughs) Oh, gosh. That, that was a whole mess. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you become the presumptive nominee when you get 1237-bound delegates, RNC spokesman uh, Lindsay Walsh- Walters told CNBC. You officially become nominee when you have 1237 votes on the floor of the convention. And that's technically true. However, as I said before, those two things should be identical. If you have 1237 bound delegates, you should have at least 1237 votes on the floor. Yes, that is correct. Because that's how bound delegates are supposed to work. Yeah. They're supposed to not have a choice in who they vote for. The first Their vote round was of vote... decided yeah. by the popular votes in right. the states that they represent. Right or in the state congressional districts that they represent, rather. Right. 
So really, I think they're trying to say that, oh, we're not like legally bound, even though they are not legally bound. They're not legally, not legally bound. bound. But but I mean they're they... bound by the rules of their own convention, which they can change at will, and all they have to do is notify people and they Well, will... they have to pass it on the convention floor. Uh, do you think that's going to be difficult? They can do a voiced vote, eyes and nays, and then no one knows how any one particular person voted unless the camera was pointed at their face when the vote happened. Meaning Meaning create. that the majority of uh, the majority of uh, the, if not the entirety, of the people who support the party as it is, mm -hmm. will just will just say I, and then you're right. Congratulations, you just changed the rules to make it impossible to to, to respect respect the, the popular, popular vote. vote. Do you know how big of a fuck you that would be to the voters? Uh, the question is how much of the, how many of them would notice? Because if enough of them notice, the Republican Party dies. Which like it doesn't matter what happens, the Republican Party is dead. Yeah, like I mean that's, but that's what I mean. Like with yeah, look at look at the number of people who are supportive of Trump. Like, it is a massive number of it's people. It's a big number of people. Some of them are Democrats. And they are pissed, okay? They're yeah. really pissed. And they're and, really pissed at the way that Donald Trump is being treated. And if Donald Trump gets screwed out of this 1237 number after achieving it because of technicalities that the Rules Committee invented as Trump got closer to the 1237 number... And the I think that dead. they are going to abandon the Republican Party and form a new party around Trump. What would they call it? Make America Great Again. You know, fair enough. Wow, what a what a what a great. What a great way to have the Republican Party just just die because they just couldn't. They, it, it's 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 seppuku. It's committing ritual suicide. Yeah, basically. So uh, here's the end of the article. Trump has been contesting the delegate appropriation methods, accusing the Ted Cruz campaign of stealing delegates in Louisiana and Colorado. The Trump campaign has said. It is considering challenging the seating of the Colorado delegation at the July convention. In March, a Trump senior advisor confirmed the campaign was moving on its plan to contest delegates in Louisiana after Trump won the state's primary or received fewer delegates than Cruz. The Trump campaign did not immediately return a request for comment about Hoglund's assertions. I mean, what would he say? Yeah, that is exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what he'd say. Yeah, I mean, that's... There's not, there's not much that he can do other than <laughs> affirm the validity of... Their statements. Of their statements. They are able to do this. They are. It's not very ethical. But it's they not are. very ethical, but they are, they are entirely within their own power to do it. And they'll... they'll, they'll they will they'll suffer die. for they it if die. they do. They will die. The Republican Party will die. They will suffer for it. Yes. Yes, they will. So yeah, that's that's 
that's a really good example of exactly the sort of thing that made us start making this episode. Yes. The the corruptness of the entire system seems to seems to really be really crap. It's just a bunch of crap. It's all crap. Mm. Ooh, interesting. There's an article from 538.com. Okay. Who's on track for the nomination? Uh, this article was updated April 20th. Uh, the current 538 targets. Donald Trump has 95% of the target. Uh, Cruz has 57% of the target. And Kasich has 19%. Uh, Democrats. Buffering. Uh, Democrats, Clinton has 108% of the target, and Sanders has 92% of the target. Yeah, that's a little... It's a little interesting. Yes. Yeah, um... Clinton has won 1,443 delegates so far, 108% of her target. Clinton will need 2,026 pledged delegates for a clear majority. Uh, next contests, April 26th. 384 delegates will be at stake in five contests. Clinton's target for this is 195. Now, Bernie Sanders. Sanders has won 92% of his target at 1,208 delegates so far. Sanders will need 2,026 delegates for a majority. Uh, 384 delegates in five contests. Sanders' target is 189. Are their targets the same? 189. Uh, 195. No, Clinton's target is higher. Okay. I find it interesting that that uh, 538.com marks Hillary Clinton as blue or teal or something, and Bernie Sanders as pink. Teal and pink. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So... All right, let's go back to the Republicans and take a look at what they project goals for Trump and Cruz to be. Uh, Trump has won 846 delegates so far, 95% of his target. Trump will need 1,237 delegates to clinch the nomination. Uh, next contests, April 26th, 172 delegates will be at stake in five contests. 
Trump's target is 97 of them. Ted Cruz has won 50, 544 delegates. I almost said 54 delegates. <laughs> um, He's won a bit more than that. 57% uh, of his target. <laughs> and it is it is amazing looking at this pink line directly. It's, it's just fairly flat. It's just a ridiculous amount below well, where it's supposed to be. Well, that's because people don't really like Ted Cruz all that much. Yeah. Uh, Ted Cruz will need 1237. Um, next contest, April 26th, 172 delegates at, at stake in five contests. Cruz's target is 30. Setting the bar so darn high. And you know what? I bet he's going to drop below it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, think about it. He he has fifty seven percent of his target, yep. and his target are the targets, like his his target in air quotes are the targets calculated by five thirty eight, and they're saying that he only needs to win a handful. By comparison to Trump, which doesn't make any sense. You're right. That's you're right. So if if he doesn't meet if he doesn't meet what they're saying he needs, thirty delegates. If he doesn't hit thirty delegates, that's ridiculous. And if he does hit thirty delegates, well, if he hits thirty delegates, his percent of target goes up. Oh, and that's ridiculous yeah. because thirty delegates out of one hundred and seventy-two. That's not only a minority, that's... What is that? What is that? Like, maybe a state? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... Winning one of the five states. <laughs> it's winning one of the five contests. Yep. Pretending that it's a winner-take-all. Right, because... And then... John Kasich. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to read the description. I've ignored the descriptions for most of them, but I, I just want to read John Kasich's. <laughs> Kasich's ideal path would rely on more liberal and highly educated swaths of New England, the Midwest, and the West Coast. His path depends less on heavily evangelical and southern states, most of which vote earlier in the calendar. Kasich has won 149 delegates so far, 19% of his targets. <laughs> Kasich will need 1,237 delegates to clinch the nomination. Yep. Uh, Marco Rubio won 21% of his target, 172 delegates before dropping out. Uh, yeah, that's some interesting statistics there. Uh, so John Kasich is still in the race with basically a snowball chances in hell. I don't know if hell freezes over. <laughs> um... You really think that's going to happen in 2016? Uh, it is the current year, after all. Dollar sign current year? 
dollar sign current year. Yes. Yes. My um, dollar sign off. <laughs> thank you for listening to Ranting and Raving with Joey and Eric. Thanks for listening.